This is the Chain Reaction Project. The Chain Reaction Project is a series of stories written in response to each other. A story is passed to the next writer in the chain, and they respond to it with another story, as loosely or as closely as they wish. Their story is then passed on to the next writer, and so on. This sixth story is written by Afsana Gray and is performed by Avita J. I'm staring at the pavement and walking as slowly as I can, but I keep getting jerked along by Mum. I'm trying not to walk on the lines. It's my thing. She knows it's my thing, but she's pulling at my hand and then I stumble and step on the lines. There's no point if you keep stepping on the lines. I look up instead, because if I'm going to make a mess of this, I don't want to see how much of a mess. It's morning, but you can still see the moon. I've just turned ten. I think about my telescope that Dad sent to our flat for my birthday, and how if you go onto the balcony and look at the moon through the telescope, you can see craters on the surface. It makes it look real, like something you could step on. I'd like to go up there in a rocket and an astronaut suit, but that's already been done and they won't bother doing it again because it wasn't that great the first time. That's what Mum said. She says they'll go to Mars next, even though it's so far away it would take years and they might never come back. And when I said, maybe I'll go there then, she said, great, you should. And I don't think she'd even care if I did. Mum's angry. I don't know if she's angry with me or with Dad or with both of us. I stop looking up at the sky because I catch this woman looking at me like either I've got some kind of physical disability or Mum's being neglectful and abusive, or both. I look at the woman and smile, but she looks away. When I was younger, adults would smile at me for no reason. Now this one doesn't even smile when I smile at her first. I've got fat and old. Mum says I'll grow out of the fat, but I think I've always been a bit fat. It's just when I was younger, people thought it was cute. Mum said Dad left because he met another woman. She said he likes the other woman more than he likes her, and that's because the other woman's a whore and she bets they're going at it like rabbits, and she never had a decent sex life with him, but she just put up with it because that's what you do, isn't it, when you have kids? And now she'll probably never have a decent sex life because she's missed her chance. Then, she said, I shouldn't be telling you this. You're too young. But I think it's good because... Now I know what the problem is, maybe I can tell Dad and Dad will realise his mistake and come back. All the other kids at school talk about their dads like they're great and teach them how to ride a bike and have cool jobs. But I never rated mine much. I miss him now, though. He doesn't walk so fast, pull me along and make me step on the lines. And he got me the telescope, which is my favourite thing that I've ever got from anyone. And the best thing about it is that even when the lights are off in your room and you're supposed to be asleep, you can still use it. In fact, it's better that way. I haven't seen Dad in a while. Mum says he's not that bothered about me. That he can take me or leave me, but she had to carry me in her belly for nine months so she can't do that. She says I shouldn't have kids and I shouldn't get married 
And the other day, she tried to throw out all my princess dresses that I've had since I was little because she said that whole thing was a myth that's bad for you, like coke is bad for your teeth. I cried, and then she stopped throwing out the dresses and hugged me until I thought I was going to collapse into a neutron star. It's not that I wear those dresses anymore. I'm too old for them. But they're part of my past. They make me feel nostalgic, so I don't want her to throw them out. I explained that to her, and she cried, even though I didn't think it was that sad. She's dragging me across the road when the man's red, not green. A car beeps. This older woman who's waiting on the other side looks at Mum like she should go to prison, and as we pass, she mutters, irresponsible. I want to be invisible, but I can't throw a blanket over my head and disappear like I could when I was little. Dad used to say Mum was mad. When she shouted at him for getting home from work late or wearing funny perfume, he'd say, she's mad. Your mum's mad. He said, don't turn out like your mum. And now she says, don't turn out like your dad. I don't want to be mad. I keep whacking into people. She says we're going to be late. She says she doesn't want to give him the satisfaction. Suddenly she stops. We're almost there, she says. Suddenly she puts on her nice voice. I'll pick you up at six and I'll get us pizza. What do you think? I've gone off pizza. We've been having it every other night since Dad left but I let her think I'm excited about it. I love you, she says, and she sounds like she's about to cry. She's squashing me into a neutron star again when she sees something behind me. I look around and there's this man chasing a woman down the street and then he grabs her right on the chest area and she screams something and mum leaves me and runs over saying none of them can keep their hands to themselves and I just stay where I am because I don't want to make a scene. The man doesn't leave the woman alone, even though she's shouting, get away, and a little crowd has gathered, including Mum, and they're watching him, and someone's calling the police. But then he grabs something out of her coat pocket, a book, and holds it up in the air like he's really pleased with himself. The crowd of people look surprised and disappointed and they start talking to each other very quietly like they just found out a secret. Good thing I did call the police, says the man who called the police. I go a bit closer to see what the book is that the woman was carrying because maybe that will explain why the man was so bothered about it. It's called Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man. Subtitle a guide for navigating the five stages of dating to create a loving and lasting relationship. I don't get it. But after that, the woman stopped screaming and they walked together to a bookshop, her a little bit ahead of him. Mum comes back and grabs me by the hand again, jerks me along angry again. I asked her what happened, but she doesn't answer. I don't know why, but I feel sad. We get around the corner and I see Dad, waiting in the car that used to be Mum and Dad's car that they shared, but now it's just Dad's car. He's on his own, which is good, 
because I was scared he was going to bring the whore and I didn't know what I would say to her. He gets out of the car. He looks really good. Tanned, like he's been on holiday. He's had a haircut. He gives me a smile and holds out his arms. I run to him. I'm too big for him to pick up, but he bends down and gives me a hug. Just the right kind of hug, not too tight, but like he means it. He opens the door for me like I'm a proper lady, and he says he missed me, and how am I? And I say, I love the telescope you got me. You can see the craters on the moon with it. I want to go up there someday and go for a walk, except Mum says it's pointless because it's already been done and it wasn't that special, so maybe I'll go to Mars instead. And he says, of course you can go to the moon. If that's where you want to go, you can go anywhere you want. Then he leans over and kisses me and he starts the car and we go off to get some ice cream. I don't look back.